The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Mourners congregated at First Baptist Church of South Richmond in North Chesterfield yesterday to mark the life of Ivo Otieno. National figures were on hand, including the Reverend Al Sharpton, who delivered the 28-year-old's eulogy. Earlier this month, Otieno was taken to Central State Hospital by Henrico County Sheriff's deputies during a mental health crisis. While being admitted, deputies and hospital staff attempted to restrain the Henrico County man. He died while in police custody. Ben Crump, the attorney representing Otieno's family, was among those who spoke at the funeral. This national call for action, this international call for action, is very simple. It is that when black people in America have mental health issues, we cannot treat them like criminal issues. Ten people have been indicted in Otieno's death and have trial dates set for late April and early May. Shakia Gillette Warren will become the executive director of the Black History Museum and Cultural Center of Virginia on May 1st. Warren previously was director of the Concord House Museum and Historic Site in Maryland, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Her appointment comes after a nationwide search. Last year, the interim executive director of the museum stepped down. The last time the position was held by a permanent staffer was April of 2021, when Adele C. Johnson died at the age of 70. A federal judge in Richmond heard arguments Wednesday in the case of an 18-year-old man fatally shot by Virginia state troopers during a traffic stop in 2021. VPM News legal reporter Whitney Evans has more. Xavier Hill's mother, LaToya Benton, brought a civil rights lawsuit against officers Seth Layton and Benjamin Bone. A grand jury declined to indict either of them. Benton initially filed the lawsuit without an attorney because she couldn't find someone to take the case. We spent so much money just trying to get to this day. Layton and Bones say they'd signaled for Hill to stop because he was driving 90 miles per hour in a 65 miles per hour zone headed eastbound on I-64 in Goochland County. The officers say he declined to comply with commands after crashing his vehicle and pointing a firearm at Layton. Verbena Askew now represents Benton. She says the court will find that Hill did not have the gun in his hand. You don't kill a victim who is a non-violent offender because he didn't do what you told him to do. The judge will decide in the next few weeks whether the case can move forward. Whitney Evans, VPM News. The Federal Emergency Management Agency is offering up to $50 million to states for flood mitigation. Virginia's Conservation Department is pursuing the money to help finance the resilient Virginia Revolving Loan Fund, which local governments can borrow from to address flooding concerns. The effort from state officials has delayed a regular update of standards for localities applying to use those funds, according to the Virginia Mercury. Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney and city council members introduced a resolution declaring a housing crisis in the city of Richmond this week. 
It outlines a shortage of 23,000 affordable housing units in the city, along with plans to begin addressing the problem that include zoning changes and eviction prevention programs. Stoney said Tuesday the resolution is a call to action for members of the private, nonprofit, and philanthropic sectors to come together to find innovative solutions to the problem. We need all hands on deck. Just like we're doing on the front of gun violence, we are going to throw the entire kitchen sink at this crisis. A recent count recorded the highest number of people in the Richmond region experiencing homelessness in the past 15 years. Governor Glenn Youngkin has suggested changes to a bill that would more fully regulate Virginia's hemp industry. Among the proposals are adjustments to allowable THC and CBD levels, as well as a fee for businesses to sell edible or topical hemp-based products, according to Richmond BizSense. Two points that Youngkin was on board with, childproof packaging and labeling information that says a product's been tested to determine its THC level. The legislation's been sent back to lawmakers for consideration. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.